0: Welcome to the end of year edition of the Triple C and Schmo Show. I'm the Schmo, my partner's got Olympic gold medal, the champ champ, and two UFC weight divisions, the only king of cringe, Henry Cejudo. What's up Schmo, let's get this bar run because time is money and money is time. That it is. We're ending 2022 with the award show with the banger presented to you by betonline.ag. Triple C, let's start off with your fight of the year for 2022.
1: Woo! If I'm gonna have to go fight of the year, Shmo, man, there are so many great fights, but there is no fight that was greater or better than Yuri Prohashka versus Glover Teshira. Shmo, this fight, I felt like I was watching the WWE, it was a back and forth battle, and who would have thought Yuri Prohachka would have got the submission at the very, very end, I think that's another reason why, uh, that I would give that the fight of the year, for the simple fact is Glover was even winning that whole fight, he was winning the majority of that fight, to eventually see uh, Yuri Prohachka get on top, Weather the storm to eventually get their rear naked choke. So for that reason, Schmo, I'm going Yuri
0: Prohotchka versus Glover Teixeira. Hard to argue with that one, Triple C. You're starting the show out with a bang. The Schmo obviously liked what we just saw over at the UFC Fight Night in Orlando with Kevin Holland and Steven Wonderboy Thompson. However... There was a gentleman's agreement, it seems, to only keep that fight standing. We had five rounds here, championship rounds, championship on the line. Who would have thought Yeri would have won by submission? If Yeri got the victory, maybe decision, maybe a knockout, a TKO, but he submitted Glover to Teixeira. We know his accolades on the ground, very well deserving Triple C. How about your cringe fighter of the year? Man,
1: the cringe fighter of the year. I'm about to go with nothing, none other than Ricky. Can you pronounce? Can you help me pronounce his last name? Cause I'm just like tertios Yeah, Ricky Tertius. I tell you what, man. He is the real king of cringe. If you watch all his interviews, he's like he's like this uh, Mexican surfer slash gangster slash fighter. He confuses the shit out of me. It's the same reason why I love him. So for that reason, for the cringe fighter of the year, I'm going to have to go with Pretty Ricky.
0: He's a very spiritual guy, just like someone who just won this past weekend is a spiritual guy. Bruce Leroy, Alex Caceres, they're both spiritual fighters. Maybe your boy Pretty Ricky wears it more on his sleeves. He gets into it, the breathing (laughs) mechanism. He fights unorthodox. He can get you off his back and whatnot. But listen, man, you got to appreciate
1: a spiritual guy in this sport. No, 100%. 100%. Anyways, he's he's backing it up. He's currently undefeated in the USC right now. So, congrats to him. You are the Cringe King of 2021. Or 2022.
0: You're getting the years confused, Triple <laughs> C. It's 2022. What are you living these days,
1: man? No, yeah, but this is the same reason why I'm the King of
0: Cringe. So, it doesn't matter. All right, fine, King of Cringe. Who's your fighter of the year for this year, 2022? I tell you what, 2022, the fighter of
1: the year, in my eyes, I'm going to have to go with another than Alex Pereira. I mean, this guy went 3-0 oh, as he ended up being the last stylebender who was number two pound for pound on the pound for pound list. He was able to get the victory. Uh He did it by stoppage, you know, being a two-sport world champ. There's not too many uh, of those in this world, and he happens to be one of them. And uh, congratulations to him, just the way he's been fighting, how early he's been in the sport of mixed martial arts, and how he's been able to conquer the UFC world title. So congratulations to him. I'm going to have to go with Alex Pereira.
0: And the schmote just has to say, there's some disrespect going on with Alex Pereira. Everyone's saying, oh, the middleweight division suddenly wide open. It's not suddenly wide open just because we have a new champion and Israel was dominant. Pereira's just new blood. He can knock out anybody. This guy's huge. And the guy was a glory light heavyweight champion himself. And he's training the grappling with Glover Teixeira. Maybe he's got a deficiency against wrestlers. Maybe he doesn't. We'll find out when he fights them. But he's the champion right now. And as he said, he went 3-0 and he's the guy at the top of the mountain. And one kick, quick correction to you, by the way, Triple C. You said Ricky Tertios went undefeated in 2022. He lost in July against Ayman Zahabi. So he did lose one. He won his most recent one. It was a decision, but he's still fun to watch. Okay, okay. Well, good correction, Shmo. My
1: bad. I was probably probably didn't watch that card.
0: Well, you were just in the Shmo-man, man. You're in the zone right there. I didn't yeah. want to correct you
1: then right but either way man he is cringe he's got cringe all
0: over him so congratulations to him all right well listen triple c we heard yours you have three awards you got to make it make sense the triple c the three c's we get it the schmo is going to do his annual schmo awards we got the same six categories as last year let's kick things off with momentum of the year and this one is going to Roman. The lead Zay. We're talking about a guy in the USC middleweight division. Three fights, three knockouts, three performance bonuses. He goes from unranked to number eight. And guess what? It's rumored that he's going to kick off 2023 fighting number four, Marvin Vittori. Anyone have a better year than that guy that didn't have gold on the line? Try to convince the Schmo. Didn't see it. There's a lot of guys who could compete for this award, but Schmomentum must be going to Roman A.
1: Yeah, no, Schmo, I think you're 100% right. I mean, this guy is, uh, you know, Georgian who, you know, three fights, three bonuses in, in, in the middleweight division. As you said before, I would love to see him against uh, against Martin Vittori. I think he's got a bright future. Uh, you know, when you get addicted to stopping people and start getting those bonuses, like, that's when you become more dangerous too because there's an incentive. And when you have an incentive in your mind, you want to accomplish that. That's what makes a guy like that dangerous, too. So I'm excited what 2023 has to offer to him.
0: And just on that note, too, Triple C wanted to get your opinion on this. The middleweight division is stacked in the UFC. They have so many killers that train out of extreme couture. The schmo seen Joaquin Buckley train there. You have Chris Curtis train there. You have Sean Strickland train there. You have Brad Tavares train there. Now it's rumored a Marvin Vittori is going to be going there as well. But obviously, if he fights Roman, it's going to wait. So many great middleweights fight out of extreme couture in Las Vegas right there. That's a killer division and a killer gym.
1: Yeah, but I think that I could also hurt them too. You don't you don't always want to go iron, you know, you don't want to go with when, when iron is always sharpening iron because it's t- it's eventually gonna break at one point. So I think Marvin Vitori really needs to find his home. And uh there's probably a lot of things that he needs to uh change up because when he fought Whitaker, whew, man, I didn't know Whitaker was gonna do him like that. And that just lets you know I'm still the biggest fan out of everybody, at 185 pounds. The guy that's the most dangerous out of all of them, it is Robert Whitaker. And uh we'll see what the we'll see what the hundred and eighty-five pound weight division is gonna offer us for twenty twenty-three. But uh, as much as I think Alex can do great things in, in that division, I think I think I think we will see a new champion by the end of twenty twenty
0: three. Well, it's interesting you bring up Robert Whitaker because your boy, the Schmoes boy, king of secret juice, Paulo Costa, he's out. USC two eighty four in Perth. So who the hell does Robert Wickler fight? Yeah,
1: but this is the thing, Shmo. He's been out. He's been out. Uh, Paulo Costa's not fighting. Paulo Costa's the only guy that will literally fight once every year and a half, not even a year, like a year. Like he just there's no urgency for him to fight. Like it's a trip, but he'll train like a madman, which is crazy. But uh, he's I I think he's done with the UFC. I think he's gonna run out his contract, or I'm not sure what he's planning on doing, but. He's, uh, he's done. I think what? he's done fighting for the UFC.
0: Yeah, he's got one fight left, but he doesn't want to fight with those terms. He wants more money. But let's, let's talk about Paulo later or save that. I want to talk about Whitaker. What makes sense for this guy? You know, he's the number two guy in the division. Who's he going to fight? If Israel's going to rematch Alex Pereira, this guy just beat Marvin Vittori, who's ranked beneath him. What do you do if you're Robert Whitaker? Because everyone thinks he's just, you know, one fight away from... Re- you know, fighting again for the title shot.
1: I think he needs to fight for the title. I think Israel needs to take a break. I think Israel needs to get better. I think Israel needs to add to his game, to his uh to his grappling, to his wrestling, to all that. So if I was if I was Robert Whitaker, I would really be stepping on the toes of Alex Pereira. I would really be making a scene. I would be asking for it. I would be calling him out. I would do everything under the sun because If Israel loses to Pereira again, which more likely is gonna happen. I mean, it's already, you know, he's already three and zero. He's 0-3 against this guy. It's gonna happen again. Israel, take your damn time. Let Robert Whitaker fight this dude. Robert Whitaker, and in my opinion, Robert Whitaker could beat him. He really can't. Just based on stylistics. the styles of the fight, Robert could take him down. Robert's more strategic. Robert is going to be able he, he has more lateral, more lateral movements. Let these guys go to war. You chill out. You hang out and then eventually get the winner of that. If I was Israel, but I think for Robert Whitaker, he, he needs to ask for that title because he deserves it.
0: First time the UFC's returning to Australia since they did in the fall of 2019, Melbourne, Australia. The schmo was there with you. They're going to want Robert Whitaker on that main card. So what does Robert Whitaker do? What does the UFC do? You're not going to make Alex Prayer defend his belt against Whitaker there. Are you going to make Israel Adesanya turn around and fight Whitaker there when he's already done it with no belt on the line? It's kind of a lame duck situation if you're the UFC and Robert Whitaker. Does, does, I don't think Israel wants to fight. Does he, does he want to fight Whitaker? Uh, he wants to rematch for the title shot. So what I'm just saying is, what do you do with Robert Whitaker if you want him on that card, Perth pay per view? What you do is you get him a you
1: get him a fight at light heavyweight. You know, Ooh. I think I think Robert Whitaker will do some amazing things at light heavyweight. I can even I can even he wants him, it. I can even see him becoming champion. If I was Robert Whitaker, I call out the biggest baddest dude who's open at a 205. Call him out, beat him. And and, and and then start calling out for the, you know, for the championship at 205. Why not?
0: Maybe then Robert Whitaker gets to eat on Christmas. You know, he's talked about, he's teased about wanting to go up to 205. Maybe that's the way to do it. Nice to see Helen walking in, in the background. Let's go on to the schmoest interview of the year. He's a two-time winner now with Sean Strickland. Triple C, have you ever seen a guy speak more candidly and openly and, you know, non-PG friendly on the mic than Sean Strickland?
1: yeah strickland's a trip dude strickland is a trip god you gotta love him some of the shit that comes out of his mouth jesus that's why i wonder why i'm the king of cringe schmo
0: Yes, yes, but the close to you is the most schmo performer of the year, and it's got to go to Hinato Moikano. Opens up the year beating Alex Hernandez. Yes, he stepped up to help save that fight card and fight RDA, losing to him on short notice, but then he redeems himself in Madison Square Garden, but it wasn't just his performance against Brad Riddell. It's taking the mic and what he said afterwards, learning English from the Portuguese, demanding more schmoney, money, 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 money. And that's why he's the most Schmo performer of the year. Hinata Moikana. (laughs) You got to love that post-fight speech. Best one of the year. (laughs)
1: Oh, it was great, dude.
0: It was great. Joe Rogan was loving it. And then Schmo hair of the year, Yeri Prohaska. He shaved the head. You didn't have the same antenna, so it's got to go to your boy, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Who else puts the dedication to perm in the hair, to uh, dye in the you hair, ca- are to you making ca- the different looks? It's Schmo hair of the year, Triple are C. Are you I, I can't kidding deny.
1: me, Schmo? Are you kidding? This is all natural. Oh, man. I got no grays. I'm 35 years old. 5'4", twisted steel, and sexy pill. Sometimes I get confused with Brad Pitt, Schmo. So I'm about to tell you, you're wrong for picking that dirty Q-tip. Well,
0: I'll tell you what, though, Triple C. Well, you're going to be active in 2023, so all of a sudden, now you're in the mix. All of a sudden, you're a front runner for Schmo hair of the Year without doing anything. Just by being active and fighting in the octagon. We'll admit that at least. Fight of the year, can't argue with you. The schmo had a two. Yuri Prohaska, Glover Teixeira, five rounds. Yuri getting the submission victory, and he was losing the fight. You love the drama. It was over there in Singapore. We had a watch party set next to you. We watched it together. Schmoment was definitely there. And then the breakthrough schmo of the year, we just brought up his name, middleweight. Paulo Costa Boracina with the secret juice, the performance against Luke Rockhold, getting bled on, being vocal, the meme king. It's gotta be the breakthrough Schmo of the Year, Paulo Costa. Hopefully we see him <laughs> fight in the UFC again.
1: Yeah, Paulo. Paulo, dude. Paulo gave me hope. You can really you can really change it around and have people literally love you. I think uh, I think what Paulo, I think he's the funniest dude on Twitter right now. Everything that he does, he posts. I mean, it's ballsy what he's doing, you know, posting, you know, mad boobs of uh, Israel Asanya and doing X, Y, and Z. I look forward to uh, Paulo's Twitter. 100% that dude took over 2022.
0: There it is, folks. So that wraps up Triple C's awards, the Schmoes Awards. There's so many great storylines this year in MMA. We don't have all the time in the world to cover it. So let's do a little game to cap off the year. Let's play a little Naughty or Nice 2022 edition. Some of the best stories. Let's pull it out. Our producer, Michael, he picked them. The schmo's going to go through them with Triple C. And let's start with Conor McGregor out of the rankings for the first time since 2013. Naughty or nice, Triple C? Ah, uh, he's probably on
1: the he's probably on the damn nice list. The more I think about it, I mean, think about it, Shmo. I mean, he should have been out a long time ago. I mean, he's been inactive. I mean, he's the last time he actually won a fight. I, I want to say Barack Obama was president. So I just think they, uh you know he's been taken care for quite some time, and you know I'm gonna to, I'm gonna have to say nice Shmo.
0: Well, he never defended that lightweight title, and he won it, what, in Madison Square Garden against Eddie Alvarez, and he's been in the lightweight rankings ever since? It's been, what, seven years or something like that? That's crazy, and he hasn't been active. It's about time to let some new blood in there. Let the Drew Dobers come in there, and let the Armand Sarukians come in there. Let the Jalen Turners come in there, and the USC lightweight division. Let those guys that are active, that are young and hungry get it. It's got to be nice and not naughty. And what seconds the Schmoe's point, before we started the show, we were just on Twitter. Nate Diaz posted some photo of him choking out Carter and saying, I still did it faster than you, than Khabib or Kebab, whatever he wanted to call Khabib, derogatory. And then, you know what McGregor did? He said, straight up, 100 emoji. He agreed with him. That's a nice thing. So that's on the nice list, Conor McGregor. <laughs> that's funny triple c you're gonna like this one naughty or nice the ufc signing haspula
1: i'm gonna have to say that uh, that's naughty max i tell you what that little munchkin can throw and can crack a brother with an elbow That dude is a menace to society, man. You guys watch out for that two foot king.
0: The schmo never got to tell this to you, but I feel like you took his elbow better than Volkanovski did. Did you see the clip of what he was going after Volkanovski? I felt like your chin stood stronger than Volk's did against Aspuru.
1: <laughs> dude, that dude's got hands. He's quick, and uh, he's a type of he's a type of friend that. You could just play, like, with him, like, the whole time. Like, he's all about, like, playing, like, literally, like, like, fighting or, like, doing any type of cardio. Like, like that's kind of how he releases a lot of his adrenaline or whatever he's feeling.
0: He's on the Schmo's nice list. It's not naughty at all. We like it nice. I'll give it to that. But who's going to be his opponent? He signed a deal with the UFC. Who the hell is the UFC going to put this guy in the octagon with?
1: <sighs> well, you know, right here. You're talking to him right here, schmo. And his name is Triple C. All right. right. But not really. I think he should fight your boy, Abu Rosick, man.
0: That's what I'm saying. Abu Rosick and him. I mean, that's that's the fight right there.
1: I asked him. I asked him about it. He said,
0: he's not my level. He's not my level. And, so, then, we'll, and then when the schmo asked Abu about that in London in March, he said he's too busy eating strawberries. He's not in shape. He doesn't want that smoke Two stories that are conflicting here, Triple C. <laughs> <laughs> eating strawberries <laughs> all right and here we go in 2022 john jones and henry cejudo did not fight naughty or nice oh we're, we're definitely on the naughty list and we're,
1: we're gonna remain on the naughty list because we're here to take all you dirtbags
0: out so yeah we are team naughty Schmo. I was going to say that's definitely naughty. And who's going to enter the octagon first, Triple C? Is it going to be you or is it going to be John Jones? Because it's going to be you fighting Aljamain and him fighting Francis Ngannou. Who's, what's going to happen first, Triple C?
1: Wow, oh, man. Well, it depends, man. It depends, but I'm going to have to say probably me. No, I'm going to have to say probably Jones because Alja's shit stain continues to keep, you know, not wanting to sign the contract. So
0: I'm going to have to say Johnny Jones bones. What do you mean he doesn't want to sign the contract? He's trying to change the date. What's the deal?
1: Yeah, he went to Jamaica. Now he's probably a little bit bigger. Now March is looking more like April. April's looking more like May. He might get his day of June. I'm not sure yet, Schmo, but whatever it is, his time is coming to an end. And where does
0: Sugar Shaw and O'Malley fit in this equation?
1: Sugar Shaw can sit there and look pretty like the damn dirty Q-tip that he is.
0: Just like that. Maybe just, an alternate.
1: Yeah, fight. make him fight Cheeto. I don't know. No, no, no. I just want him just to just relax and chill because I got a feeling Cheeto will beat him, too. I, I, I want to get my hands on I want to
0: make some money off of Shiga shit, O'Malley. And Triple C, the Schmo sees you've been stacking all over those Jimmy bars. You're looking Schvelt. What is it, 15 pounds down? You're looking like a Bantamweight again.
1: Of course, man. I, You know, I'm, I'm back, Shmo. I'm back. My body feels good. I feel good. I'm getting ready to make somebody bend the knee.
0: And his name is Alja Shitstain. Wow. Triple C. How do you want to leave the viewers? We appreciate all of you. We had to end the show doing this together. I mean, talking naughty and nice. How do you want to summarize this 2022? What do you want to leave the viewers?
1: I want to leave all you viewers, and I want to let you guys, all you guys know that you guys all absolutely suck. You guys all absolutely make me sick. And that each and every one of you can do me a favor and bend the knee to King
0: Triple. C. Well, you almost scorched the earth right there like what Kobe Covington did to all the Brazilian fans during his speech, you know, a few years ago, but not quite. We appreciate it. The Schmo just wants to say we love and appreciate all of you tuning in. Triple C, it's a blessing chopping it up with you. Your gold royalty, your Olympic royalty, your UFC royalty, future Hall of Famer. Can't wait to see you back in action inside the Octagon in 2023. Doing what you do best, my friend.
1: Of course, Shmo Shmo it's been a blast. Year 2020 was awesome. Can't wait till year 2023 comes about.
0: You just skipped 2022 and 2021 just like that, (laughs) but uh, we know you like those years too.
1: (laughs) I can't wait to see what 2023 brings. Is that okay?
0: That's great. 23, baby. The year of Jordan. We like it. What's your name?
1: I am Triple C.
0: I am the schmo, we always deliver, and we are...